Symmetry Gym, based on Al-Qos, was launched in Dubai in 2011 by Amir Siddiqui and targeting wealthy individuals in the Emirate. Touted as Dubai's most expensive gym, it has now launched a 28-day program costing 36,000 dirhams for 28 days. I'm Strakshi Rai and welcome to another episode of the Esquire Q&A podcast. Thank you so much for joining us in the Esquire Middle East studio. Thank Amir. you. Big fan. Yeah, of Esquire Absolutely. or just in general? <laughs> uh, just an uh, Esquire fan. You know. Yeah? Yeah. Do you pick up the magazine without uh, fail every month? Every now and then. Oh, now and then. We need to change that to every month. Oh, we absolutely should. <laughs> you should give me a free subscription. <laughs> Well, we'll we'll look into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard, I heard about that. <laughs> so you moved from New York eight years ago to Dubai yeah. in 2011 mm-hmm. to found Symmetry Gym in Al Khos. Well, I came here to make money. I, uh-huh. gym, I founded the gym because that was a, you know. Was it? It's a way to make money. Yes, absolutely. And, and would it be untoward now that you brought up the money question yeah. to sort of talk about what your gym? does in fact in yeah Dubai we do personal now. training exactly. only it's not like it's not a public gym you know public gyms are uh, big warehouses with uh very little fees per month this is like the opposite it's like very small very tiny only personal training like one-on-one coaching and that's it now in a couple of your past interviews you said that you want your gym to appeal to the one percent of the clientele of sure. Dubai. now why what's the reasoning behind that exactly because i think i'm robin hood Sorry? Because I think I'm Robin Hood. But seriously, um, the thing is, um, they are the most stable market. And that, that's pretty much it, you know. Recessions come and go, booms come and happen, you know. The the 1% always has money to spend. They're always worried about their fitness and health. Um, so it's just the most stable market. It's the most logical choice. The middle class, as soon as, you know, times get tough, the gym goes. That's gone because that becomes a luxury. And uh, to, to, to the financial elite... It's a necessity, you know, they got to stay healthy so they can keep spending their money. Now, you do call Symmetry one of the most expensive gyms in Dubai. I don't call it that, actually. That was an article in uh, The National seven years ago, maybe. And I think they tried to do like a negative article on me, you know, like so expensive. How dare he? Stuff like that. But it kind of backfired in my benefit because I got so much attention from it. And I, the clients just started popping in big time. Um, yeah, so yeah, it, it literally actually is. I mean, it's not like, you know, I did this, that wasn't like the marketing shtick from day one. Like I'm going to be the most expensive. I just wanted to charge more, you know, I didn't think it, I didn't know. I, you can't really make a prediction like something's going to work or not. I just knew that this was what I thought I was worth at the time. And then supply and demand kicked in and I had to take the rates up and just went so high that no one, I didn't know, because I don't like keep an eye on my competitors. I have no idea what the hell they were charging or were charging, or still are charging. You know, I just know that everyone tells me, holy moly, you charge more than anyone else. So so that's how I know. It's not like I know the rip, the public rates. I, I don't know the general, like, I don't know what the fitness industry really charges. I don't keep an eye on that at all. But would you say then it did work in your favor and now you do have customers who come for that specific because you provide a specific kind of service for a specific, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, people. Are, yeah, people would, I mean, people aren't silly. They're not stupid, you know? You know, when people with money, they become a little smarter because everyone's trying to go after their money. So they know how to filter, you know? So they come in, they try it out. If they think it's worth it, they stay and most people stay. Now, th- there's this new program that, that, 
you've offered that's yeah. been in the news lately. Can you tell us a bit more about the- that's uh, the thirty six thousand Durham a month program? <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, it's like twenty eight days only, not even a month. It's not even a month. It's, it's like 28. 20, 28 days, like four weeks, seven days a week. It's basically, and it's the only program I have that doesn't come with a money back guarantee. Okay. So if you fail, you fail. Your money's gone. You know, I have like a four or five thousand per month program mm -hmm. where that's like guaranteed. You know, but this one isn't. This one is like it's all you. So it's basically you handing over your life to me. Okay, so for you, 28 days, for though. 28 days. So I'm going to regulate your schedule, your meals, everything you do, when you wake, when you sleep. <laughs> it's gonna be 24. I might even put a camera in your room. So like you take away all control from the Them. client, from yeah, from their system, their infrastructure, you know, because you know, they probably have uh, assistants or spouses and kids and all that's all gone. Can they go to work? No, they actually won't be able to, really. Yeah, that'll be part of the deal. Wow. Yeah. So wh why 36,000? Is, is there a reason why you sort of arrived at It's about number? twice what I normally charge. That's the only reason. That's the only reason. Yeah. And and what does the program involve, essentially? It involves, it, I will make them, like, you know, it takes about roughly, what, 14 to 21 days to create a habit. Okay. So I just wanted to extend that a little bit and create um, their habitual fitness infrastructure so that they, when they come out of it that's the only way they know how to do it okay so it becomes a permanent part so i go so overboard um i overshoot so much that even when they come out of the program if they like stick to half of the stuff or like one third of the the program or the system or what they've learned they keep those habits even one third they're going to like uh, lead a lifestyle that's like very productive or conducive to health Etc. Etc. And so, how did you come up with this twenty-eight day program idea? Oh, uh, because it, it it takes about like like I said, fourteen to twenty-one days normally. If people can stick to a diet or a training plan for fourteen to twenty-one days, they kind of have a tendency to stick to it for another fourteen to twenty-one days again and again. So I'm like, you know, let, let's take that, you know, as a framework. So twenty-eight days just came from that. And what would you say to you know some of the conversation around the stories that have run? on this 28-day program, you know, costs a lot of money. You know, what, what do you have to say to the critics who say that the amount critics, is, you know, a it's bit not, it's too not much? For, it's not for them. It's not for them. No, the guy, it's for the guy who doesn't, isn't really like batting an eye. You know, I'm not forcing people to pay me. You know, I, I get a lot of this, you know, like, oh, the prices. And I'm like, I'm not forcing you. I don't have a gun to your head. You know, guns are illegal here. So, you know, I don't have a gun to your head. I'm not forcing you to pay me. You can go to, there are many other gyms that cater to the middle class and the lower class. I'm just not catering to them. And has this program worked? Have you tried it in the past? No, I ju just launched it. It's just launched. Yeah, yeah. I just, like, there's a, I don't even market it. There's like no ad or anything for it. You know, the, the media picked up on it, you know, because it was just there. But I just like created it. And and have people signed up for it already? No, I, I don't market it. I've not marketed it yet. No. No. I have my own clients asking me about doing it. But when I tell them you can't even go to work for the program, then they're like, okay, this is way, way serious. So the guy who actually comes in for this, it's like when I started charging, like, I was the first guy to charge a thousand in the session, you know, back in the like eight, seven, eight years ago, it was considered impossible. People would come to me like, does anyone even buy a thousand in session? Until I had like, too many clients paying me that much money. So same thing with this. You put the program out there, there's going to be buyers. Buyers show up. It, do, it really doesn't matter what you're selling. And the price point really doesn't. To some people, the price point really doesn't matter. 
you know, who's going to be able to commit their life to it? You know, that'll be interesting in and of itself. I mean, I'd be interested in knowing that person. Yeah. Yeah. It would be an interesting outcome. To yeah, it'll see. be like an experiment. Maybe do like one of those reality TV shows on it. That would be cool, huh? <laughs> maybe Esquire can... Uh, I mean, right, yeah, yeah. maybe, maybe never, say never, yeah, right? never say never, right? Now, what in in your you know career in fitness? What would you say are some of the myths associated with getting fit that you know you just like people just need to stop believing in? I think it's uh, the overemphasis on uh, the perfect achieving the perfect diet. Hmm. Everyone thinks it's diet, 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 right? My diet, something wrong with my diet. It's not. It's not really your diet, because uh, yes, we have a uh, we we have too much food in our environment, too much hyper palatable food. It's everywhere, right? The food companies, yes, they are trying to seduce us with their marketing and brainwash us into becoming addicts to their product. That is true, and there's also it's also true that we make choices. We make those choices. So you know, it's like uh, we're working with them. To become their slaves true and all that and you know there there is too much uh, of everything in the environment it's not just sugar it's not just fat it's, a, it's too much of everything we eat too much protein okay uh what are we going to do like ban protein or start hitting on protein so so i think the thing we're missing the 800 pound gorilla in the room is that we don't move anymore we have non-physical lifestyles we excise we took our technology took out the physical component and that's what we need to put back in and victorian era people moved literally moved like four times more than we do if we include our exercise. So I think we need to put in more uh, movement. We need to put movement back in. So exercise needs to become the solution instead of just this obsessive compulsive focus on diet because the, the statistics are that 97% of diets fail. And everyone knows this because everyone's diet eventually fails, right? Who, who do you know that needs to lose a little bit of weight and hasn't done like at least two to three diets? Everyone has, right? Diets aren't working. But we're like so blind to this obvious fact that they're not working. So what do we do? We got to change focus. We got to focus on becoming like somehow reintegrating or creating using our own current technology, uh, a system or a lifestyle or a way of living that necessitates physical movement in some way. So, you know, for all the people who've, who've written about, you know, the keto diet, the Atkins diet, the this diet, I mean, to, does it? Do those things work? Every single diet sort of can work if it just follows one simple rule, uh, the rule of calories. You know, calories are where physics and biology meet. Okay, so 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 there's a physical uh, regulation here, you know, but, well, in terms of, you know, physics itself. So, yeah, if you follow calories, if you control your calories, you can make anything work. You, you've heard about the Twinkie diet, right? Yeah. You read about that. The potato <laughs> diet online, you read about that too. The McDonald's diet. I mean, everyone's lo- there these you can google this stuff you everyone has google i've right read here. about the mcdonald's diet, but I, I wouldn't and the professor that actually did it his blood work was better post-diet yes yeah go into the details read the details why was it better exactly it makes no sense because we've been brainwashed into thinking there's something inherently wrong with mcdonald's but if i give me if i supply mcdonald's to the kids in ethiopia that are starving to death right now they're gonna be pretty damn healthy in a week you get what i'm saying so it's an issue of context you know, when we, we, we eat too much of everything and we're lazy, we don't move enough. You know, we live cognitive lives, right? All our work is cognitive and mental. It's on a laptop. We don't re- require movement. And, you know, so you, you opened this gym in 2011. Yeah, I think so. What made you move to Dubai? I mean, apart from the fact that you wanted to make money, like why Dubai that's of all a, places? That's a long story. 
we're here for the long stories. Well, I I just find you know the the real origin of the reason I wanted to come to Dubai was because I'm fascinated with how uh, the West can meld with the East. So it was like I had because it was like you know to me I was I was one of those kids that you know the uh, was highly influenced by 9/11. Okay, I don't even know if I should bring this up on the show, but anyway, so so that that cultural clash of you know is islamic the islamic world and the western world you know that clash and the fact that dubai integrated both of them that's what actually caused me to become fascinated with dubai so that was the actual reason so i looked into it and i came here and i was like this is pretty cool but i came here like two or three times to check it out and the competition was so crap that i just thought i need to open up <laughs> well you know now how did you you know what was the 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 moment when you realize that okay you know what it's actually the the fitness industry is is something that i actually want to start a career in or you know grow into my own business oh, when i was 15 you knew when you were 15 yeah yeah because i was helping the kids in my school like build biceps they wanted bigger arms the guys so <laughs> i just i just knew this is just the minute i picked up a weight and and that's when you realize you're just like this is it yeah this is it Wow. because it allowed me to study uh biology and physics and physiology and psychology because you you know it's allowed me to get into all of that. Uh so it was like the perfect conduit, you know. Now, is there is there, you know, a different type of body type that a customer say would want in New York than say you know, a customer not that anymore, walks in the door not in anymore, Dubai. maybe before the Instagram era there was. <laughs> Now it's homogenized. You is know? it? Yeah, it's pretty, yeah. Well, what what would the customer in New York say well before Instagram and Dubai? And, I mean, and like let, I'll talk about the women. Like anywhere I go, you know, whether it's in New York or whether it's in Dubai or whether it's in like South Asia anywhere, you know, everyone wants the butt like Kim's or somewhat like Kim's, even if it's not that big, you know, it has to be shaped like Kim. Get what I'm saying? This uh. is a this is a demand, okay? Um and, and with the guys, everyone just wants to be super ripped and chiseled without needing to put in the work. Can they get ripped and chiseled without uh, putting in the work? Everyone can get ripped. Okay, can everyone build uh, the amount of muscle that will look good once you're ripped? That's no. That's a no. You actually need to invest in working out then. Yeah. Yeah, you need to put yeah. On average, how much do you think, you know, a man needs to work out to sort of get to that level of rip, you know, body preference that he, that he desires? I mean, the realistic uh like if you want like a stand out physique yeah, it's at least 6 hours a week it's every day I mean, that's one that's an hour a day yeah it's an hour a day would you find that most dubai residents actually don't yes even get that much no. exercise in? hell no not even close not even close no they want to do it in like 2 to 3 what hours a week yeah and so how how much do you think we actually move in dubai our lifestyle in dubai <laughs> If, if, if you Who had moves? to, if you had for to, what? Like, no one even, I mean, there's no, there's barely any walking, you know, and then everyone's got a maid for cleaning and then a, a cook for cooking. So I don't know. Food delivery. You know, I don't see any physical anything. Do you? Do you move much? Yeah. What do you do? Clean the house? No. So what's your movement? I walk home. Walk home. You do walk home. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. There's one rare That's we're the only person left that's actually walking home. Yeah, I mean to be fair, I do live, you know, 20 minutes away so it's not it's yeah, not so too hard. Nice. Yeah, yeah but and you're in the desert so it's kind of not, you know, if 
you live 30, 40 minutes away, you're not walking home. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, everyone wants it. In every That's just the human condition, isn't it? We want an instantaneous. You know, we want to press a button and, you know, get the result. But there's nothing, like, unique about that. In the fitness world, the same thing. It's a dope, you know, you want that dopamine hit. That's why we like our likes on Instagram, you know, and we, we, we like our push button systems everywhere. And we like to just order food and order this. We just want to order a body too. But I would say that's just not, not just Dubai anymore. It's like the whole world. Yeah, it's homogenized. You know, yeah. Yes, yes. It's like, it's yeah. like everywhere you There's go. instantaneous gratification virus is, is, is everywhere. We are instantaneous gratification zombies. We just don't know it. And, you know, for the working person, if you had to give them, you know, some tips to sort of kickstart and go from a sedentary lifestyle into a more physical one and, and start the journey towards being fitter. I mean, we are seeing, you know, Dubai take on things like the Dubai Fitness Festival for 30 days, you know, Style by Sheikh Hamdan. Um, what advice would you give to a Dubai resident that's, that's looking to sort of, you know, move away from the couch and... Start, I mean, if, if you can somehow start walking, just start walking every day for an hour. Usually it always begins with walking. You just got to get up and move first, you know, some movement. People just want to get, people get up and want to join a gym or go to a class and that never lasts. You know, walking, you can kind of make into a habit. If you can pull off walking for 28 to 30 days, then you probably have the patience <laughs> uh, to be able to do other stuff for longer periods of time. Now, you know, coming back to your gym, now, would you say, would you say, you know, so far in the nine years, almost nine years you've been here, would you, would you consider yourself one of the Dubai success stories of someone who moved here and did what he wanted to do before he moved? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Because I had no investors. I had no partners or investors or anything. I did this on my own, on my own cash. So, yeah, because everywhere else I look around, you know, everyone's got like these major investors. You know, trying to pour money in, like, you know, these angel investors and stuff like that. I didn't do any of that. I don't want an investor. I don't want anyone looking over my shoulder. And, you know, your gym in al no plans to open more around Dubai, around the Middle East? Not really. Each, each time you try to expand, you dilute the quality of the service. That's the risk of expansion. That's the price of expansion. That's, that's very interesting. Uh-huh. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us in the studio today. Uh, we're very pleased to have you, of course, um, you know, Dubai Fitness uh, 30 30 Challenge. Are you going to be taking part in it? 30 30. Yeah, 30, 30 workouts oh, thought, in 30 okay. days. Yeah. I thought they would have had another 2020 thing. No, well, uh, <laughs> no, I actually won't be taking part in it. No. No, because I'm doing my own stuff. <laughs> but also, you must work out every day. Yeah, you got to work out every day, especially after 30. You know, because there's a acceleration in aging after around 35-ish. It's the downward slope. So you're going to fall off if you don't train every day. So you need it every day to create friction against it. I mean, your metabolism does decline as you get older. Yeah, because, you know, nature's getting you prepped to die. <laughs> That's really deep <laughs> and, and and a bit morbid. Uh, well, you know, that's the truth. <laughs> well, perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining us in the Esquire studio for so the Esquire Q&A podcast. Um, as always, you can find this episode on our podcast as well as on EsquireME.com. And that was another episode of the Esquire Q&A podcast. As always, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast channel and keep listening. <laughs>